Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Pray and ask God to to bless and and have his way in this, uh, this message. Lord, we thank you, Jesus. Father, we praise you. We thank you for everything that's been done in this house so far. And we believe you for what you're going to do for the rest of the day, the rest of this service. God, let your perfect will be done. And God, let all the glory go to you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say? Amen. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Praise God. I want to preach on the subject, I won't turn back. I won't turn back. Amen. Now I'm going to, in uh, uh, in hopes of giving a kind of an object lesson here, I'm going to kind of tell on myself a little bit uh, right now uh, to help prove my point. Amen. But uh, I have a very bad driving record when it comes to backing up. Amen. And uh, my family can say amen to that because they were in the car most of the time when it happened. Uh, but, and I don't just back up into like, you know, old, you know, junkers or anything like that. I, I, I'm very selective in my high quality cars that I hit. Amen. I remember we were at a wedding years ago up in Stockton area. And, uh, you know, we, we got, and I had the, and I had this, the big old, uh, you remember the old Suburban, the black uh, Yukon that I had. Amen. And it's kind of high. It was kind of hard to see back there. And, uh, so I was just backing up. We're done with the wedding. We're going to go to, the rehearsal, or I don't know what we were doing, I mean, the uh, reception, and uh, I was just backing up, and all of a sudden, and then, and then you know, that your stomach just like goes, whatever, I get out, and it's a beautiful blue Corvette that I backed up to, which, you know, those are made out of fiberglass anyway, so I'm like, oh my goodness, my trailer hitch just went right into it, amen, but I pulled forward, and God had mercy, there was not one scratch, because I literally was going to go and back in that church, because there was another wedding after ours, and I was going to go back in there and find somebody, and because because I I believe in you know being honest and leaving a note and your phone number. Amen. Everybody ought to say amen to that. Every Christian ought to leave a note when you hit somebody. Amen. Don't just leave a note and said sorry and then that's it because you know they appreciate that, but they'd like to you know get some insurance money or something. Amen. Then a few years later, it was right here local in, in, in town in Artesia. And it was that night and, and my family was in the car, same big car I was in. And we were over at the old Walgreens and, and it was kind of a dark parking lot and I'm backing up and boom again. Oh my goodness. And it was a, it was a beautiful new infinity car. You know, those aren't cheap. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. And it looked like this one was in bad shape because my trailer hits, you know, they, these bumpers they put on infinities or they're no good anymore you know i mean they don't make them like they used this is a plastic bumper it looked like a basketball had pushed into there and it was just caved in and i'm like oh no but i left a note amen and the lady called me and she was so happy i left and i was ready for an earful you know because you know i'll take my lumps but she called me and she thanked me for leaving a note so but anyway uh i don't have a good record of going backwards in my car 
Amen. And there's been a couple more uh, issues. Finally, because this car didn't come with those little backup sensors or nothing, finally I went to the back to the dealer and said, "Hey, can you put backup sensors on this? I, I don't. I know it's going to be expensive, but I've got a you know I got to change my ways here. And so now that thing, then that thing started beeping. Uh, you know, doo, 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 you know, like this thing's going. You know, pull up, boom. Oh. But I got. I was a lot better. I didn't hit anybody after that. Amen. Amen. But my point is, I was at my greatest disadvantage when I was backing up in that car. You know, and that's when I needed to be my most careful. And that's when I needed to be my most aware. Amen. Now, God didn't put eyes in the back of our head for a reason because he wanted us to go where we were, you know, look look where we were going and go where we were looking. And there's a reason why we don't walk like this. Amen. We walk forward. We turn around. We, we go where we're seen. Amen. And that's a lot healthier for us. Praise God. And it's dangerous to turn back and keep going in the right direction. It's dangerous to change direction sometimes and go in the wrong direction. Amen. Like going up when you don't see the sign and it says, hey, this is a one way and you're going the wrong way. Amen. And so the Bible tells us that we need to go forward. When we come to God, we need to go forward. Don't turn back. Don't even think about where you were. Amen. Go forward and do what God wants you to do now. Amen. Those That can only hurt us when we're focused on where we came from. Amen. Sure, we need to remember where we came from so we don't get lifted up and think it was us that got us where we're at today. But we don't want to dwell on the past. You know, God, you know, Jesus compared... The days of Lot. Remember Abraham's nephew Lot? To the time when he will return. The time of the coming of the Son of Man. He was letting the crowd know that day that the closer we get to his coming, the more we should focus on what is in front of us and not behind us. Amen. Because we got to look at what's in front of us. Heaven's in front of us. What's in front of us? Good things are in front of us. Amen. we got to focus on what's in front. Jesus used three words to jog their memory on this subject. And it's one of the shortest verses in the Bible. Three words, but one of the most profound. Amen. And those three words were, Remember Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife. That's all he had to say, and they knew exactly what he was talking about. They rehearsed the story in their mind because they knew the story of Lot and his wife and Sodom and Gomorrah and all what happened. Amen. Because you remember that story when the angels were sent by God to Sodom and Gomorrah to rescue Lot out because Lot was the only one, it appeared, that was righteous enough to be warned to be to be taken out of there before those cities were destroyed. And the angels so gave him last-minute instructions to him and his wife and his two daughters, whatever you do, whatever you hear, whatever you see reflected off the mountains that you're going to run toward, do not turn back. The angel said, don't look behind you. Don't look behind you. Amen. Of course, sadly, Lot was not a native of Sodom. He moved there. He came from from Canaan land. Amen. Another place. Praise God. But... But Lot's wife was from there. And so she, maybe all she could think about was her life and her family and, in, and, law, and relatives that still lived there. And she heard the screams and she heard the, the explosions and she saw the flashing light of, of, the, of the, you know, the, the, 
all the stuff coming down from heaven. Amen. Uh, coming down fire and brimstone. Amen. And sulfur smell in the air. And she just couldn't help herself. She looked back. And she turned into a pillar of salt. And that's what they were saying. What Jesus was trying to remind everybody. Hey, no matter what happens. No matter what happens in the, what, what the past is. And no matter what people are trying to get you to do. Don't turn back. Go forward. God's got a better plan. He showed you a better plan. What you left is not better than what you're going forward for. So don't go back. Amen. Because it's not going to help you. We will eventually turn in the direction we're looking. And we must not look back. I don't want to go back. Amen. We, we have to set our sights on what is good and what is God and and which is in front of us. Amen. God is in front of us. Amen. God is with us. And not look back so we won't turn back. Jesus told us in Luke 9.62, He said, No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Once we grab on to that gospel plow, once we, we're born again of water and spirit, amen, we're not going to leave this thing. The Bible says there's no discharge in this war. I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I'm a soldier of Jesus Christ. I'm going forward. I don't care what adversity I face. I don't care, amen, if the, if the past is calling to me and say, we want you back, amen. you got to remember, Amen. The pit from where God digged you out of. Amen. It's not all that. Sometimes we got a bad memory when it comes to the past. God's future is better than our past. Amen. There's so many scriptures in the Bible that talk about, you know, the prodigal son who left the father's house and wasted his inheritance. Amen. And this person and that person that walked away from God or whatever. Amen. We don't want to turn back. We don't want to go back. Amen. Hallelujah. And thank God that even if you go back, you can come back. God, let's backslider come back. And there's many that we're praying for. And we've talked about it many times. If every person that called this church their home over these last decades, amen, would just all come back on the same day, pray, we need a stadium to fill it. Amen. But we need to pray for the backsliders. If you know people that have turned their back on God in their life, and they might act like they're happy. They might be looking like they're happy. They might try to put on a happy face, but they're not happy. Amen. They know too much when you know about God and you know about His blessings and you know about the future of heaven. Amen. I don't care what you have. The devil sold them short. But we got to pray for them to come back. Amen. We welcome them back. Praise God. Some people don't, ah, we don't want backsliders. Amen. They, they, they walked out on God. Hey, everybody, we, you know, we all have our problems. We all have our weaknesses. Amen. Hey, remember the Bible said in Galatians 6, if, if those that are overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore those people in the spirit of meekness, considering your own self, lest you be tempted in the future. Amen. In other words, don't kick someone when they're down. You pick them up. So when someone, when you get down, they'll pick you up. Praise God. Amen. But we don't want to turn back and we want to reach for those that have turned back because what's the best thing is still ahead of us. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, 
My soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back under perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Amen. We're not of them that draw back. And everybody say amen. Praise God. You're here today. You're not drawing back. You're going forward. Amen. You come to church to go forward. You pray to go forward. You read your Bible to go forward. You tell somebody about Jesus to go forward. You live according to God's word to go forward. Amen. I'm not going back. I might not feel like going forward. I might have to drag myself going forward. But I'm going to do it because I know it's the best thing for me. We live by faith, so we got to go forward. Faith is, not, is, faith is when we don't feel God sometimes. Faith is when we don't hear God like we talked about in Sunday school, but we still go forward. Amen. But the main reason not to turn back is because, you know, sometimes we look back because we don't know what's sneaking up on us. You, know, you hear sounds like, you, know, you get a little spooked. Okay, my heart's like, you know, amen, praise God. Okay, it was just a leaf, or it was just like a a dog or something or whatever, amen. But see, there's things that will try to just keep us focused on the back, and that's going to mess us up. We're going to crash if we look back. We got to look forward, Amen. Sometimes I'm looking like this when I'm driving forward and my wife goes, uh, excuse me, could you put the brakes on and just stop in the middle of the freeway if you want to look over there? But probably won't be a good idea, but you know, it's better not to be moving forward when you're not looking forward. Amen. So in life, look where you're going. Look where you're going because go where you're looking. Go where you, look where you want to go and go there and go with God. But God's got my back. That's the main reason. I don't have to worry what's back there. God's got my past. I gave it to Him. Isaiah 52, 12. The God of Israel is your rear guard. Amen. Who's guarding your back? Jesus is. Amen. Isaiah 58, 8. The Lord's glory will be your rear guard. Amen. God's got your back. God's got your past. You worry about the future. Now you get to give that to God too. But God's got the past. Don't be dwelling on it. I got to trust and believe that he's taking care of what is behind me. Amen. When I asked him to forgive me in the, in the beginning, when I first gave my heart to him, and every time I ask him everyone, right from now, uh, from, from then on to forward, amen, his blood washes away my sins, and I don't need to worry about them anymore. He puts them as far as the east is from the west. He will remember them no more. They're put in the sea of forgetfulness. And I love this verse, Isaiah 38, 17, thou, talking about God, has cast all my sins behind thy back. If they're behind his back, we need to put them behind our back. God's got what's back there. He's got what's back there. Don't let it haunt you. Put it under the blood and move on. Amen. Praise God. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 4 said, Talking about the children of Israel that when they were in the wilderness, they did drink the same spiritual drink for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. That rock was Christ. 
But with many of them, God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Amen. You remember in the Bible, back then when they came out of Egypt, a lot of them got in the wilderness and they were murmuring about it right off the bat. Because they were, they were in a different place and they were different situation. They were kind of, you know, 400 years of Egyptian bondage and they were, you know, as sad as it is to, to realize they, they kind of were used to it. You know, and their, their dads were used to it, and their grandpas, and great-grandpa, and great-great-grandpa. That's all they knew for 400 years. Amen. And so now they're set free, and it's exciting as they get through the Red Sea. But then now what do we do? We're in this rock-strewn place, and we don't know what's happening. we got to trust in this God we've never seen, and only Moses really talks to him. We don't know what's going on. And you remember the time when they, they needed water, and God told Moses, hit the rock. And water came out to drink, plenty of water greater than if you open a huge fire hydrants and everybody drank until they were full of water. Amen. That was a spiritual rock. But the Bible said it followed them. Amen. Spiritually speaking, the rock, we got a rock following us. Amen. I got a solid rock. Amen. Even in my wilderness, I got a solid rock. In my wilderness times, in my valley times, I got a solid rock. I don't need to worry what's behind me. Sadly, they hated the wilderness, and we, they, some of them had verbalized, we would rather be back in Egypt than in this wilderness. Are you kidding me? You guys know what you're saying? Yeah, but at least we had three square meals a day, and we knew what was up, and we had a schedule, and we knew what was, whatever, and now we don't know what's happening, we have to trust for every meal, and we don't, hey, welcome to living for God. You gotta trust God. But you're free! Free! Amen! The son who, whoever the son sets free is free indeed. Amen. God, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. He gave us freedom. Yeah, we got to walk by faith. Yeah, we're not sure what tomorrow holds. But I know what the past holds, and I'm not going back there. I'm going to let God handle that. He's behind my back. He's my rear guard. Amen. Praise God. Instead of looking forward... To, hey, I can't wait till we get out of this wilderness and go into that promised land that we hear about. That God told Abraham, our, our father, about. And Isaac, his son. And Jacob, his son, who's our father. Amen. And we're the 12 tribes of Israel here. And we're looking forward to that promised land. That's what we ought to be focused on. Not on going back to Egypt. Yeah, there was a wilderness between Egypt where we left and the promised land where we're going. And sometimes we're in those in-between places. But we got to keep going forward. Amen. Because the sun is coming up in the morning, folks. Joy comes in the morning. Weeping may endure for the night. But joy comes in the morning. Amen. It's only a temporary thing. But God. God's going to give us something great. But I won't turn back. I won't turn back. Amen. Anything with Jesus is way better than what you had before without Him. Amen. I think that's worth repeating. Anything with Jesus is way better than what I had before. Yeah, but I had all this good stuff or whatever. Yeah, but you didn't have God. And all that good stuff ain't going to help you get to heaven. Amen. Praise God. Sometimes stuff gets in our way. Hallelujah. Amen. But if we'll just keep the stuff in the right place and put God above all the stuff, then He doesn't mind us having stuff. 
Amen. You know what stuff is, is stuff. It's a big category, stuff. It's like a lot of stuff that fits in that stuff. Amen. You know, Abraham had stuff, and Job had stuff. David had stuff. Solomon definitely had stuff. Even Daniel had stuff. Amen. But they had God above the stuff. (laughs) Amen. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. God desires that His people be blessed. God desires to elevate our living, our life. God wants to show the world a city on a hill. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's what we are as a church. A city on a hill. Praise God. God wants to say, this is what I do for people. I lift them up. I make them better. Every part of their life. Amen. Their mind, their body, their emotions, their living. I bless them every way. So don't turn back. Have patience in God. Go forward and let him bless you. Amen. Psalms 23, 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Now that I gave my life to Jesus, goodness and mercy is going to follow me. So God's my rear guard. And then right on his left hand is mercy. And it's on his right hand is goodness. Amen. I got some good stuff following me. I don't worry about what's back there anymore. It can only get me in trouble. I don't need to be dwelling on it. I got to go forward. Amen. And Paul kind of reiterate that in Philippians chapter 3 verse 13. This one thing I do. He goes, I, there's one thing I do. I, I, I do a lot of things, but there's one thing I really focus on, Paul saying, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before me. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That's my goal in life, Paul said. Yeah, there's a lot of other things that go with it, but when you boil it down, that's my goal. Get saved, stay saved, and focus on Jesus. Amen. Focus on Jesus. Amen. And when you're focused on Jesus like a laser beam, you are going to shine brighter than a lightning bug. Brighter than a light bulb. Amen. You're going to be the salt of the earth. Amen. What does salt make you? Salt enhances the flavor, but it also makes you thirsty. Amen. So you're the salt, and he's the water coming out of the rock. Amen. You go up there and rub shoulders, and you make them thirsty. Amen. And God is coming right behind with rivers of living water. This big he of the Holy Ghost, which they that believe on him should receive. I'm telling you, God, give us the Holy Ghost water. Give us Niagara Falls. Give us rain and cats and dogs. Give us the floodgates. Hallelujah. Woo! I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So this is going to be a different kind of sermon. Not only was there's no text verse. Say, hey, where's my text verse? You don't got one. Amen. But I gave you some other verses. So if I never put any verses in my sermon at all, that's when you just go go to lunch early. If you're wasting your, I'm wasting your time, and you're wasting your time. Amen. There's always going to be verses in there somewhere. Praise God. It, it, this is God's word, isn't it? 
Yeah. Amen. I'm not going to get out in front of God's word. Yeah, I'll get hit with tomatoes or something. Praise God. I'm going to stand behind God's word. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So if anybody's hurling anything, hey, this is what God said. Yeah. You fired up about what I just said? Back and get mad at God. Amen. Not you, but you know some people. Amen. God said that. Amen. God said, you know, don't let go of the plow and look back. Amen. God said, keep it going. Praise God. Look forward. Forget those things that are behind. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.